It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast as we talk real estate right around the UAE and we've been doing that all year and available to you on Spotify, also Apple and a few other places wherever you get your podcast from essentially we are there and nice to have your company on this Thursday morning getting very close if you are looking forward to Christmas it is December the 21st not a lot left in 2023 and if you are feeling the the stress and the pressure of Christmas you're probably not alone it's the time of the year that parents hear the words why followed by but why (laughs) and then followed by you promised it's another good one isn't it and uh, also of course I hate you and uh, that's a bad one yes it's the time of the season to be jolly I don't have children, but I do observe all of that through the lens of friends of mine. Well, it's been another busy week for us as we bring you another episode this morning of the Diary of a New Dubai Real Estate Agent as we catch up once again with Lillian LeCambion. And a very good morning to you, Lillian. You don't have children, so you wouldn't be hearing those words, I hate you. No, I don't have children, but my brother actually had a baby yesterday that I'm going to meet in a week's time in the UK. So whilst I don't have my own, I do live my little nieces and nephews. Oh, come on. We've got to say we've got to say hi and congratulations uh, to your brother. So what's your brother's name? Uh, he's Adam and the little boy's name is Lachlan. Oh, right. Okay. Well, congratulations. Yeah. What about the mum, though? Does she get a mention? Oh, Miho. Yes, of course. She's an astrophysicist. So I think this baby's going to be quite spectacular when he grows up. All oh, right, yeah, sounds sounds it. Now, talking of uh, spectacular, not that great for people that are Apple users at the moment. I see that there's an update urgently being talked about for UAE Apple users. It includes iPhones, iPads, Macs and watches. They're saying as soon as possible, the Cyber Security Council has warned of vulnerabilities allowing hackers to access your info. But the good news is that there are security patches that you can download. That's a good one, isn't it, uh, Lillian, for Christmas? You, like me, you're not an Apple user with your phone. I am not, but it's a really interesting point because one thing I've observed being in the UAE is that people are very, very free with giving their data. So as part of the real estate process, whether you're selling, buying or leasing, you actually have to give across your Emirates ID, your passport, a lot of your information and people don't really blink twice about it here. Well, I think that 2023, I've never seen more scam spammers across my phone, my iPads, my iMac. It's just ridiculous. Whilst I don't have an iPhone, I'm very much Mac driven in terms of how we operate the studio. It's all it's all Apple based. But yeah, there's just so much of this around. So good point. So yeah, just, just make sure that from now now, right through until into the new year that you start thinking about, you know, some of these nasty people that are after your money because it's definitely increased for 2023. 
Yes, it has. And I'd say um, give a look out for your older parents, for example, who are more susceptible to these kind of scams because they're not as tech savvy. I know my mum, for example, has fallen for a couple. So I think it's up to us as children to keep an eye out for them. Yeah, there you go, mum. So uh, Lillian's got you covered at Christmas time. Right. Now, we we should dive into what has been happening. Well, before we, because we're going to be talking about the RERA exams. This is a good one because there are people looking at moving into the UAE, becoming real estate agents, also going to be having a look at sustainable architecture in the, the UAE. What other sort of things have you sort of noticed? You went into the desert. So what else have you been sort of uh, observing over? I actually celebrated my birthday on the weekend at a very, very typical Dubai brunch um, these are quite famous, actually, because unlike in other countries where brunch is sort of, you know, you go and have some eggs and some avocado on toast, Dubai brunch is the next level. So they start at about one o'clock in the afternoon. You can pay anywhere from 300 to 500 dirhams. It's all you can eat, all you can drink. It starts very tame and then it pretty much turns into a nightclub by the end of the night. Okay. Now, you said that you were celebrating your birthday at the weekend, but isn't your birthday today? It is, actually. All right, so happy birthday, see? I knew I was going to get to it, but you kind of beat me, so well done. Yeah, so you shouldn't be working, right? It's your birthday. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. So how many weeks, Lillian, has it been that you have been in Dubai now? We're nine weeks in, so two and a half months, which is a really good, I think, indication of how things are going. They sort of say within your first three months uh, is when you usually make your first deals. So I think I'm on track to be going pretty well. Yes, you are definitely on track. So let's have a look at this uh, RERA exam. If you're thinking about entering the the real estate sector, moving to Dubai into the new year, Lillian, of course, she has gone through all of this for you and she can give you some great advice. It's something that she's looked at, she's studied, she's sat the exam, she's now doing real estate with one of the, the largest real estate companies in Dubai. So yeah, over to you to explain that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Look, I mean, you did mention that this is really important for people listening who would like to come to Dubai and become a real estate agent. But I think it's also a really good um, insight for clients just to give them that confidence that there is actually this high standard that the government does expect of real estate agents and brokers and that we are um, expected to learn all the rules and regulations and sit this exam. And every single broker that you deal with has to have done this exam. So I think it's a yeah really good insight. So there's a few different types of broker cards, but the main one that I'm going to talk about is the blue colour. And this basically just means that we can undercate um, brokerage within the free zones. So I did my exam, uh, it would have been after my training. I did two weeks training because of course you can't just go in blindly. Uh, It is an annual exam. So even if you pass it the first time, you do have to resit it every year. And it does cost about 3,200 dirhams. So we've spoken a few times about the money that you need to have saved up when moving to Dubai. This is another expense that you just need to add to the list and account for. So there's 30 questions. Uh, It goes for 60 minutes. So, you know, two minutes per question. And it's actually open book and you can do it at home or in the office or in a cafe or wherever you like. 
Okay, and what about the the process of actually leading up to the exam itself? Yeah, so of course there was a lot of study. Um, so if you haven't figured it out already, I am actually a bit of a nerd. So I did study like mad. I booked a conference room in the office and I put this big sign on the door that said, do not disturb. I made sure I had all my pens lined up, my lucky pen and an old school calculator for doing the maths. I turned off all the notifications on my phones. And then I went to the online exam and I pressed the button that said start exam and it came up with a pop-up that said sign in with your UAE pass. So this is really interesting about what you were talking about earlier with the data in the UAE. So the UAE pass for people who don't know is something that every single resident has to have. It's an app on your phone and it's the world's first secure national digital identity verifier. So if you think of it a little bit like an all-in-one passport, ID card, face recognition, um, fingerprint, it's a little bit James Bond. And we, of course, use it here for signing things like documents or applying for government services and for verifying your identity, such as having to start the rear exam. And because I'd only just arrived in Dubai, my UAE pass wasn't actually connected to my Emirates ID at the time. It was only connected to my Australian passport and it wouldn't allow me to log in. And I had this kind of six hour window where I had to do the exam. So I had to jump in this cab, go out to Al Basha to the happiness center to find a physical person so that I could scan my thumbprint, scan my Emirates ID, update the pass, and then zoom back to the office three and a half hours later. And I was just so stressed by the time I actually sat down and did the test. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a that's a major, really. That's just setting you up for an extraordinarily stressful exam, even though you've done all the due diligence and the, the swatting for it. Yes, it was very stressful. Look, I mean, the good news is that I did obviously pass. It's multiple choice. There's a total of 120 points and you have to get 75 points to pass. So it's about 62.5% pass rate. Uh, So there are several topics. Uh, One of the main ones is actually the code of ethics, but it's also, I have to say, quite an English grammatical test because they try to catch you out. So just an example of one of the questions was, an ethical broker delays presenting an offer to a seller. Is this true or false? So if I ask that to you, I think we all know what the answer is. But if you think about the actual English question of it, you have to make sure you don't double the negative. And it's actually quite tricky and you really have to think about it. Oh, yeah. I can see how that can trip up a lot of people. Yeah. And what other topics does the exam cover so that people sort of uh, can sort of understand that a little bit better? So there's a large section on laws and legislations. So questions about Ajari rental laws, which are the correct sources of information for government rules. There's a section on property sales and evaluations. And then there's actually a whole lot of questions about maths. So you actually do need to bring your maths brain and your calculator. One of the questions was, if your salary is currently 74,000 dirhams and it grows 5% annually, what will your salary be in 20 years time? Which I have to say, I found that quite challenging. 
And just to sort of wind things up, being in the market now, you do get to go out to have a look at some of these these new luxury developments. And uh, you've been to one recently. What was that about? It was actually my first opportunity to go to a launch. And this was by a group called RSG Developers, which is run by an inter- Indian gentleman called Bavilda Sunny. They just launched the Fairmont Residences Dubai Skyline, but the actual launch itself was on a Wednesday evening at Raffles on the Palm Jumeirah. And it was black tie. It was very ritzy. They had an entire drone show, um, some spectacular performers. And it really felt maybe for the first time for me that I was really in the thick of Dubai real estate. Yeah, well, those sort of luxury uh, development announcements, arrivals, whatever you want to call it, that will definitely make you feel that way. All right, then, Lillian, we'll leave it there. Look forward to your company once again into the new year, of course, because we won't be speaking between now and when it chimes in at midnight, the end of 2023, the start of 2024. Enjoy any sort of downtime during now and then, and and catch you in 2024. Thank you so much, Craig. And thank you for everything this year, for all of your support. And I've really had a pleasure being on the Dubai Property Podcast. So Merry Christmas to everyone, all the listeners, and especially to yourself. Navigate the world of real estate like a pro with expert insights, opinions, and trends to up your game and knowledge when buying your next property. If you're serious about real estate, we're serious about delivering the most comprehensive property information every week. They went on sale from, I think it was 18 million dirhams, so huge week for you. I've been talking about this for months and months, and of course, when it finally arrived, it did not disappoint. What tends to happen is that the sort of top 20 companies are given an allocation of tokens. Now, some of these companies may not actually, in this case, have any buyers because not everybody has 18, 19 million dirhams to spend, despite the interest and despite the fact that there were many, many buyers that were wanting to go for it, there were some companies that had tokens uh, but didn't have buyers. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.